The Best Halloween Ever by Barbara Robinson Chapter 7 When I got home, Charlie was already there, which was surprising. And he was all upset, which wasn't surprising. Something's going to happen tonight, he said. Well, I said, Halloween's going to happen, just like it always does on October 31st. But the herdsmen's, he began. They aren't even going to be there, I reminded him. So what could they do? Actually, they could do a lot. History was full of things that happened after they left. Kids in the revolving door. That cat in a washing machine at the laundromat. Half-drowned turkeys at the turkey farm. I didn't know what they could do at Woodrow Wilson School on Halloween night, but I did know that they were herdsmen's after all. And I had seen Imogene's face outside the door and heard her saying, Herdsman free. Still, I knew Charlie really wanted to go to the Halloween party and be half of a lion in peace. Besides, how did I know what would happen or might happen? So I said, don't worry about it. And he looked relieved. He was home early, he said, because Mrs. Seaworthy let us out early. We're not supposed to tell anyone. She had us leave two or three at a time, down the stairs, past the boiler room and out the back door. I had never heard of one of our teachers, all by herself, letting her class leave early. Why did she do that? She has to get ready to be the swamp witch, she said. Besides, our room is going to be the swamp, and that takes time. Even so, I don't think she's allowed to do that. Charlie nodded. I know, that's probably why we weren't supposed to tell anybody. But I think there was someone in the boiler room. I think someone saw us leaving. So will Miss Seaworthy get in trouble? I didn't think so. Everybody had already said that the whole school should get out early so the PTA could move in and set things up. All those children will be in the way, Mrs. Wendell Kent had complained. No, my mother said will be in the way. After all, this party is for them. But it wasn't, really. It was the mayor and Mr Crabtree and the fire chief and the police chief and all the storekeepers, everybody who wanted the herdsmen's off the street on Halloween. There was a note from Mother on the refrigerator. Gone to school with pumpkins, it said. If I don't come back in time, you and Charlie can come with Luella. Mrs Corbin broke her ankle. She can't be a rich. Here, the paper had got caught in the refrigerator door and torn off, so we didn't know what the rest of it said. She won't be here, Charlie said. She won't see our lion. She'll see you at school, I said. But she's always here when we get our costumes on and go out for trick-or-treating. This year is different, I said. I'll say he grumbled. I didn't know whether Charlie was missing mother or missing trick-or-treating or missing the candy or just generally missing a normal Halloween. But he did cheer up when Cecile arrived with the floor mop dripping. Cecile, I said, it's all wet. It was a lot wetter before, he said. My mother forgot and washed the kitchen floor. I put the mop on the clothes dryer and that helped, but it began to smell funny. 
it still smelled funny. So I thought Cecile might offer to be the front half of the lion and wear the mop, but he didn't offer, and Charlie didn't ask. So I went ahead and pinned them in to the slipover. I had to cut extra eye holes for Cecile so he could see out in every direction, but Charlie couldn't see out at all because the wet mop strings were stuck all together. It's like being in a car at the car wash, he said, when those long rubbery things slap up over the windshield and you can't see anything. You don't have to see anything for a while, I told him. You can hang on to Luella or me till we get to school and by then the mop will probably dry out. And then I'll be able to see right, he said, in case something happens, right? Cecile had the same thought. If something happens, he said, and I have to get out of the slipover in a hurry, can I just leave it there? Luella too. It isn't fair, she said. Either we have to worry because the herdsmen are going to be there messing everything up, or we have to worry because the herdsmen aren't going to be there. So whatever is going to happen tonight won't happen to them. It'll happen to us. As usual, Luella was a pilgrim. But my mother had to pin my skirt together, she said. So I look like a fat pilgrim. And I don't think there were any fat pilgrims, except maybe on Thanksgiving Day, with a big dinner and all. Look at me, I said. Do you know of any belly dancers who wear sneakers? My mother had said I absolutely could not wear flip-flops with sequins glued all over them. Not in October, she said. I don't know any belly dancers at all, Luella said. And I don't know anyone who does, but everybody knows what pilgrims look like. Actually, I was glad to have sneakers on, because not only do we have to keep Charlie and Cecile together and headed in the right direction, but we also had to push Howard in his stroller. Howard was in costume too, but Luella had to tell me what it was. He's a sheer pet, she said. One of those things that grow grass when you water their heads. Once you knew that was what Howard was supposed to be, you could see that it was perfect for him, because... His hair, now that he had some, grew right straight up in the air. Of course, you have to pretend his head is green all over, Luella said. But my mother would kill me if it was green. Lucky for you the herdsmen's aren't here, I said. They'd fix that. Ooh, Luella stopped. What if they are here? I mean, not at school, but, but here. She pointed to the house at the corner of our street, where there were two big trees and a hedge of bushes. There may be... Naturally, when Luella stopped, I stopped, and Charlie stopped. But Cecile didn't. He ran into Charlie, and they both stumbled around inside their slipover until he stood them up again, straightened them out. Remember, I can't see very much, Cecile said. So if you stop, you have to tell me. You have to say, stop. We had to say, stop, a lot. Till even Howard began to fuss about being jolted up and down in his stroller. I'm sorry, Luella said, but I feel like I can see herdsmen's everywhere. I didn't see herdsmen's, but I didn't really blame Luella for feeling spooky. It was almost dark now, so the street lights were on, making pools of light here and there. There was enough wind to make the dry leaves fall and rustle underfoot, and there were other kids, just shapes of bats and ghosts and outer space bugs in the shadowy night. It felt like Halloween, until... I see a big light, 
Cecile said, pleased, I guess, that he could finally see something out of his eye holes. The big light was Woodrow Wilson's school. It was lit up from top to bottom, all bright and cheerful, as if to scare Halloween away and leave a perfectly safe school event, free of shrieking, free of ghosts and free of rattling skeletons, free of all Halloween tricks and all Halloween candy, and free of all herdsmen's.